Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 173 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about hydration and your brain on water. (laughs) Yep, dehydration, hypohydration, and overhydration. And most importantly, how much water you should actually drink every day. Because I get it. It's summer. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, you're hot temperature wise. (laughs) You're sweating. You drink some water, right? But maybe you wake up the next day and you have a headache and you're like, wait, but how could I be dehydrated if I'm drinking water? Now, I had an experience recently where I was outside all day in the sun at an outdoor festival. And no matter how much water I drank, it just didn't feel like enough. And even when I got home that day in my normal check for my hydration, which I'll share with you later, I definitely was not hydrated. And when I drink an adequate amount of water, I just, I feel better overall. And I know I'm not alone in thinking that, you know, I probably should be drinking more water. So let's talk about it. Because I looked into the importance of hydration and what I started to learn was definitely not what I was prepared for. And when it comes to hydration, you might be thinking, well, why should I care? Well, good hydration supports normal energy levels. It decreases your risk of kidney stones. It prevents constipation. And it's associated with a reduction in urinary tract infections, high blood pressure, fatal heart disease, and stroke. Like your body requires water. You may have heard that you are primarily made of water, and that is true. There are so many processes in your body that are reliant on water and fluid and hydration to occur. So you don't exist (laughs) without water. Signs of dehydration are things like dry mouth, infrequent urination, dark urine, fatigue, even something like confusion where you have memory problems or irritability or difficulty concentrating can be linked back to dehydration. And of course, the headache, the dehydration headache, and also constipation. Like again, your body is reliant on water. Now, you also get hydration from many of the foods you eat. And while you probably would notice if you had a headache, some things like that difficulty concentrating or fatigue may be harder to pinpoint. But the thing about hydration is that this is something we can control. So if you're trying to get to the bottom of a health issue, getting adequate hydration is a much easier box to check off than some of the other things. So it's always worth a try when you're just trying to support your body in all the ways that you can. There are a lot of studies on the effects of dehydration and sports performance. And even amongst athletes who you'd think would have this whole hydration thing down pat, there seems to be some confusion about the timing of hydration and what type of hydration to actually consume. And as a student athlete at the high school level, most of our education about hydration came from our col- our peers, and say our colleagues, no, our peers, right? The other players on my team or my coach who was a coach himself, but 
but none of them were sports performance specialists. And if you have the opportunity to play at the collegiate level or play professionally, you might actually meet someone who can teach you about hydration. But for the most of us, right, we're just stuck watching Gatorade commercials and probably scrolling through social media for information about hydration. Now, just a quick glance at the Gatorade website. I was just like, well, what do they actually have there? There are like eight different types of hydration options. They have things for pre-workout. They have things for post-workout. They even have this patch that you wear and it'll assess your sweat and tell you how much fluid and salt you've lost, which is fascinating and amazing. But I think sometimes like I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Okay. I I don't, I don't want to know that much about my salt. Now, of course, again, if you are a high level athlete, if you are training for something uh, long distance, you know, some athletic endeavor, having that much information may be super, super, super helpful. But for the most of us who are thinking I probably should be drinking more water, like that's where I want to elevate all of our understanding and knowledge. And when it comes to science, there's no one perfect method for assessing hydration status. And it comes as no surprise that science has found that being dehydrated, which is called hypohydration in science terms, it impairs your mental and physical performance. Now, new evidence suggests that it may also have a negative effect on your cardiovascular health, which is really, really interesting. But not only is science kind of undecided on how exactly to assess hydration status, but most of the research which is very typical, has been done on people without menstrual cycles, which means that 50% of the population has been entirely left out of the research. So as I am reading the research, right, while this may apply to a man, does it actually apply to me? I don't know. So again, a lot of this, like we use science to inform, but also take it with a grain of salt, like literally, because that's what an electrolyte is. I didn't mean to make that connection, but that is very, very true. But again, elevating all of our understanding about this so that when you see the commercial for that new Gatorade patch, right, you can be like, oh, but do I actually need that? And maybe the answer is yes, But if you're like me, the answer is no, we don't need that new gadget. We don't need it. Just close the cart and scroll away. (laughs) So speaking of electrolytes, sports drinks, they're supposed to help you with your electrolyte stores. That's what they claim to. But what exactly is an electrolyte? So things like salt, because along with water, your body also needs sodium, calcium, magnesium, potassium, and chloride. And these minerals together are called electrolytes. They help to regulate a number of processes in the human body. Uh, For example, sodium helps with fluid balance and muscle contraction. Potassium helps with blood pressure and the beating of your heart. Potassium and bananas and cramping. We've talked about that before, but it's probably not what's helping with your cramping. And if you want me to do another episode on muscle cramps, I absolutely can. Just let me know. Another electrolyte that you might be familiar with is magnesium, which helps with muscle contraction, heart function, and even anxiety. 
Now, there was a 2018 study from the Journal of Occupational Environmental Medicine, and they were looking at 50 workers during a harvest of sugarcane. And they found that increased electrolyte intake resulted in less muscle injury for those workers. And of course, there are many other things that could be going on, but that's super interesting, right? If the only variable that was changed was that they increased the amount of electrolytes they were consuming to have an effect like that is super cool. So could hydration help with your injuries? Maybe. But again, it's a very simple intervention that is worth trying, right? It's not that hard to get some additional hydration with a little bit of electrolytes in it. And you may be wondering, well, how much water should I actually drink? Is that eight glasses a day actually like legitimate? Or I think I read one where it's like your body weight minus your age times like 42 or something very complicated. So the U.S. National Academies of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine have determined that adequate daily fluid intake should be about 11 and a half cups of fluids a day for people with uteruses and about 15 and a half cups of fluids a day for those without. But any just generic, like, this is how much you should drink is totally missing, like, the whole point. Because it depends, right? It depends on the environment that you're in. Is it humid? Are you at elevation? Is it very dry? Did you exercise today? Do you sweat a lot? And are you a salty sweater who loses a lot of sodium in your sweat? Or maybe there's health issues. Maybe you are already ill. Maybe you have an underlying issue that affects your ability to stay hydrated. Maybe you eat a lot of foods that already have high water content, right? If you're eating a lot of watermelon, super high water content. I just had watermelon with my lunch. (laughs) So it depends, which is why these generic like eight glasses a day or 11 and a half cups aren't that helpful because there's so many other variables that are at play. But don't get it twisted. I'm not trying to get you to overhydrate because that's just as much of an issue as dehydration. And overhydration is a legitimate thing and can be potentially deadly. If you drink too much water, especially in a short amount of time, it can cause an imbalance in your electrolytes. And when I say a lot of water, a short amount of time. I'm talking about like a lot, a lot. Like if there used to be, I remember when I was in, um, I was like middle school, there were like these, how much water can you drink competitions? And people actually died from it. It's a big deal because that imbalance in electrolytes can cause your cells to swell as your body is trying to balance the difference in electrolyte concentration from within your cells and outside of your cells. And that increase of the cells size as they swell can increase intracranial pressure. That can lead to headaches, personality changes, changes in behavior, drowsiness, irritability. And this is also why in cases of heat stress, it's important to replenish with electrolytes and not just chug large amounts of water in a short amount of time. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. 
And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. With that being said, there was a 2019 study that was looking at modest overhydration, which is more than two liters a day for sedentary individuals of average size in temperate environments, which when you say it in science speak, it sounds so incredibly boring. But what they found is that overhydration, so again, that modest overhydration may prevent kidney stones, reduce the number of UTIs for people with uteruses who are premenopausal. And they even found an anti-anxiety effect on individuals with or without any underlying mental health issues. So this is directly from the study. Therefore, coupled with evidence suggesting that drinking fluids improves cognition, it's possible that abnormally great thirst, which literally is me, activates a dopamine reward circuit that attenuates anxiety in susceptible individuals exposed to chronic stress and or social isolation. Now, future studies always are always, always needed, but I feel like this sort of sums up my whole reason for being here today. (laughs) Hello, my name is Alex. I work from home by myself and I am stressed out. So when I think of how much water should I be drinking and like, am I drinking enough? Am I drinking too much? Oh, but I also feel like less anxious when I feel like there's something I can control. Like, it's always fun when you find a study that's like, oh, oh, maybe, maybe that's what's going on. (laughs) So if you have been around the world, I guess, or just existed for any period of time, or if you ever stepped into a yoga class, you might've heard that it's not good to drink cold water or cold liquids. And I've always been super curious about this because the number of times someone has like sent me a DM or an email uh, when I mentioned cold water, I'm like, no, you're not supposed to drink cold water. Like, yes, this has happened. So There's not really any research on this about the effect of cold versus warm beverages on you. Obviously, warm beverages help open up sinuses if you're feeling congested. That's why we love hot teas. Cool beverages can help to cool you down. But this one really falls into the stories that have been passed down that don't really have a basis of science. Now, if it works for you, fantastic. If it doesn't, oh well. Okay, it's not even an argument, but that's how I feel about cold versus hot water. (laughs) So when it comes to whole body hydration, one of the benefits of rolling on therapy balls and doing your mobilizations is that you're giving a mechanical cue to your body to absorb the hydration you're drinking. And this happens whether you massage yourself or you get a massage from someone, that mechanical touch helps to move fluid through your body. So that movement of fluid, then your body is like, oh, I should take up some hydration because perhaps I have lost some from this motion happening. So staying hydrated and massaging your tissue regularly can help to maintain the overall health and hydration of your body. So I mentioned that because it's almost like not enough just to drink water. I want you to think also about drinking water and then giving your body a reason to absorb that water. And that's where our movement practices come into play and our body maintenance with that therapy ball massage. 
because also, again, your whole body would like to stay hydrated, but our typical day-to-day life of standing or sitting at our workstation and doing a lot of the same repetitive actions day in and day out isn't really conducive to hydration. So all of this is to say, you're going to have to test it and figure it out for yourself. So my personal barometer of my hydration status that I mentioned I would share is honestly to look at urine output. So are you going to the bathroom a lot or are you not? Is the color of your urine very, very dark or is it light yellow, which is typically what I'm aiming for. I've also found that the literally the vessel that you use, whether it's a cup, a bottle, if you have something that you can get excited about, it really helps you to remember to drink. So think of this like a habit, like anything else. So if you get that dopamine hit every time you do it and you're like, woohoo, I mean, literally it's as simple as that. That can help you to remember to drink. That can help you to build the habit to drink. And then you can actually continue with it. So for electrolytes, personally, I prefer to use a hydration packet um, from a company called Element, L-M-N-T. I'll link it to it in the description, or you can just go to aewellness.com slash L-M-N-T, all lowercase, and I'll take you right to them. It helps with the flavor. So that's another thing. If all you're drinking is mostly water, like water can get boring. I 100% get that. But they have all of the electrolytes, the sodium, magnesium, potassium, the chloride in an easy to travel with, easy to carry packet that doesn't have added sugar, which is something I really, really, really like. The flavor is fantastic. Um, And then you're not also getting some of those other things that are typically seen in sports drinks like food colorings and a ton of sugar. Like water on its own is boring, y'all. So whatever you can do to make it more exciting so that you can actually be hydrated, ensure that you are also getting all of your basic needs met, like I'm all about it. You can also add cut up fruit to your water or also I just discovered on my road trip cold brew tea. So my dad and I, we stopped in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We went to Zingerman's Deli and I found this company there called Tea Pigs and I've had their tea before, but I didn't know they made a cold brew tea and I'll link to this in the description too. So again, if you go to aewellness.com slash podcast, everything for today's episode will be there. So it's just like a little tea pouch and you drop it in your water bottle and then you have like different flavored teas all day and it's so good. Also, again, I mentioned like the cup you use can be really helpful. I started using a larger water bottle, which helps me to keep track of how much hydration you're getting. Uh, When I had a smaller cup, I would refill it a bunch, but then I'd forget how many times I refill it. I wasn't really as inspired to keep drinking. Like with my bigger water bottle, it's almost like a competition with myself to make sure I drink it all. And it also is one of those double walled ones. It keeps it cold. Whatever you use doesn't matter. Keep it simple. I know this sounds ridiculous, but your brain thrives on tasks you can win at. So whatever floats your boat, definitely go ahead and try it. I would 100% recommend trying out Element and having a little bit of that salty water, if you will. The other benefit of putting it into a bigger bottle is that it doesn't taste quite as salty. I used to down it in like an eight ounce glass and it was very salty, but at 40 ounces, it's easy easy, easy peasy. Now, I also want to take this opportunity to mention that I know you have your emotional support water bottle near to you. Possibly you're drinking from it at this moment. This is a sign that you need to wash it. (laughs) 
please. I just washed mine yesterday and I should have washed it far sooner than just yesterday. And it was gross. Okay. So I know you have that water bottle or glass or whatever it is that you like to fill up all the time, but like you don't really wash it. Cause like me, you forget you're gross. Like just go wash it. Okay. Please. Okay. <laughs> So again, whatever you can do to make hydration happen for you, I promise you're going to start to feel a difference, even if it's just like the smug satisfaction that you are well hydrated that day. I know on the weekends when I'm not working and I don't do my normal workouts, keeping up with my hydration is a little bit harder and I definitely can feel it in the mornings. So keep it simple, keep it fun. And I think it might be genius. Okay, that's that's all I'm saying. Maybe we all will become more genius just from better hydration. But I definitely want to hear from you. What are your hydration hacks? So what are the things that you have found that help you stay hydrated? Or what new thing are you going to start to incorporate since you listened to today's episode? So let me know. You can take a screenshot. You can tag me on Instagram. I'm at Hala Formala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. You can leave me a voicemail on the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. You can even send an email if that's more your speed hello at aewellness.com. Don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, links to everything I talked about today and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And make sure you are subscribed. If you haven't had the opportunity to leave a review, do that. Uh, We just got a new one in in the last couple of weeks, which was so super awesome. So thank you so much for taking the time to write a review or even just to share this episode with someone who needs to hear it. Like maybe you have a friend who has an emotional support water bottle that really needs to clean it, but you can't tell them they need to clean it. And maybe they'll hear me tell them to clean it and finally clean it, (laughs) whatever it is. So thank you again for being here today and helping us all to uh, move better and uh, stay more hydrated. So here's asking better questions, moving more, drinking more water, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.